tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Gotta wait for the... Hey, y'all! Let the beat build. There we go. Now we can go. <laughs> Welcome, After Buzzers, to another Rain After Show. This is season two, episode 15, called Forbidden. And I mean, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our channel on YouTube slash dot com slash afterbuzz tv or check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud by searching afterbuzz tv uh, to see our full roster of over 400 TV shows. That's yep. crazy, Phil. Dang right. And you guys, and Phil, Phil works basically on, on all might. those 400 shows. Why I was going to go off on a rant, and you started <laughs> my rant for me. There you go, but uh, do you want to do it? Uh, sorry, I cut you no, off. No, 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 no. This is Keaton Markey. She is my queen for tonight. We Aww. will give her the crown. Do I win the crown tonight? Yes. Well, if you guys want to keep the conversation going while we have this discussion or afterwards this week until... Well, we have like two weeks to wait until next March twelfth. We come back. I know. Make sure though that you follow us. Uh, you can follow me at Keaton Markey and Filler. Can we follow you? Uh, there's at Fania Thomas. There's JB underscore Zimmerman, it, and there's so at AfterBuzz TV. Got to plug my homeboys. You have to, and also you should hashtag ABTV Rain, Rain. because we know we know you're we're your favorite. And Rain is our favorite, so that's gotta right. give it some love. But because we all love TV so much, um, you know, we should probably tell them about a great new TV show coming out. You want to talk about this? Okay. I absolutely do. Um, but if I, if I read it, let me. I'll, I'll open it up, You're and you can judge up? me on how horrible my acting is. But do not judge the show because the show is the, the opposite show is really of my good. acting skills. Ready? <laughs> what if your son was murdered? Your daughter arrested? Your no. child? framed stop where does the truth lie one crime will affect so many lives in the television event of the year that's right we're talking about abc's groundbreaking tv series american crime which premieres thursday march 5th at 10 9 central of course on abc and after you've watched it, be, f- be sure to join uh, film critic and radio personality Elvis Mitchell, host of Am- the American Crime Podcast, as he takes an in-depth look at the new ABC show. Each week, the podcast will feature a candid conversation with show creator and executive producer John Ridley, the Oscar-winning screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave, an amazing, phenomenal movie, along with show talent discussing the latest episodes, character storylines, and other timely topics. Go to podcastone.com slash American Crime to subscribe now. And while you're on podcastone.com, don't forget to check out the other AfterBuzz TV shows as well. That's right. So, great series, great podcast, great content, podcastone.com. American Crime, Thursday nights, March 5th, 10-9 Central, A-B-C. And that is all we will be 
pitching at you tonight, guys. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff to. Pitch. Oh, you have a, oh, Phil, Phil, Phil. So Phil has been acting like Lola did in this episode tonight. No, 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 no. no I don't no. know if he's what what he was drinking or doing before he decided to no, come. No, this this show is out. so great. Look, he he even wore a party shirt. He's Enough got a button down me. shirt on. Keen, do not make the show about me. Right, I I feel this show's so great because um, you relate to the to every one of the females. I relate to a lot of the males. Right, it's it's as almost if um, Keaton was a Horcrux and each Horcrux. of the Horcrux from Harry Potter, and <laughs> each of the women is a portion of her. Same with me for the men. And tonight's episode, uh, which you know, men really did you really connect with this episode? All of them still, or was there one in particular that really? I really wanted to connect with Bash because he's, you know, he tried to stand up for Kenna, but at this, at the end, you know, uh, Antoine made that proposal to, um, to, to Kenna, Kenna, which I thought, you know, spoiler alert, everybody, as a spoiler, they seen the episode. <laughs> Why don't we? I know you had Greer first, but we, you, you want to? We're there. We're, we're there. there. But you know, as soon as Antoine's walking out and, um, and he goes up to to his brother and he's like i'm basking my victory i thought you know there there he was talking about lying to kenna and wanting to marry her i'm glad that's not necessarily the case mm-hmm. i feel like he he might actually love her now that's not the best tr- i i still want bashing you kenna. think antoine loves kenna i do i know so you still think you, th- you, th- you still not. think it's the revenge Absolutely. Antoine does not give a crap about anybody except himself. If there's now one his thing brother, about though. that character that we know for sure, he doesn't give a crap about Conde. If he cared about Conde, he wouldn't be trying to force him in to do all these things that he doesn't want to and guilting him into doing all these things that he doesn't want to because of the loss of his brother. Get over it, Antoine. Like... It Henry, Mad King Henry was the one who had your brother killed. He told Bash to do it. Bash didn't was just following orders from his king. He didn't maliciously try to like kill this person because he knew it was your brother and he was trying to like prevent him from rising to the throne. No. Leave Bash alone. Leave Kenna alone. Leave leave French court alone because you're annoying me and I'm over you. Well, I, I the, the true test will be to see how he now handles Kenna knowing that Conde is up for the throne in England. Well, I mean, Kenna, I have always felt like, is just... Is is just a like she's just a, a plaything for him right now to kind of pick and pick and pick at Bash because he can't avenge his brother. So, and I think he's but he's not bored thing, of her yet. But the easiest thing for Bash, and this is why I'm really mad at Bash, just give Kenna what she wants. I know Bash is so stubborn. She's not though. asking for a lot, to be no, honest. You're right. I would I would completely agree with you. It does kind of frustrate me that Bash is being so. I mean, just it, it seems like he's not trying. Like he's almost like giving. I mean, obviously tonight, like it, it was a little dumb of Kenna to fully believe Antoine and in all of his like, oh, I'll send a page to tell Bash that you're already here and to just meet you here. Like we all know, Kenna's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but like. Ken, I also back Kenna in the fact that she wants a husband who's going to be there, and she wants a good life. Like, that's what she wants. And if Bash is not willing to give her that and not even try, then maybe he needs to. They need to kind of figure out a different situation for mm-hmm. their for their relationship. I don't want it to end. 
I don't either. I love cash slash Benna, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think they're really, I, I think they're a great match. And I think they make you, because I think what's so important with, with relationships is two people should be together who make each other better. And I think they kind of fill the voids the other one has. And when, when, they're, when they're doing well, they're great. But they're not doing well right now. So I want to figure out a way for them to not be hating on each other. Makes me sad. And Bash got angry. We don't usually see, like, Bash got the crazy eyes tonight. He has very beautiful blue eyes, but they were looking crazy. Well, you said, you know, you're letting yourself be tricked. Yes, and he's very true. He's, he's basically being like, you're being stupid, Kenna. You're smarter than this. I know you're smarter than this. Well, that's a compliment. What? You're smarter than this. I, but I think, because Bash truly does care for Kenna, and I think that's what it is. It's like, he, that's why he's so fresh. That's why I think it hurts him more. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, Kenna, you're letting somebody with power and with the glitz and glam kind of pull this wool over your eyes again. And that's how Henry got her in. And Bash sees that. And now he's so much more involved with her because he's his, her husband that he, he doesn't want this to happen again. He doesn't want to lose her. Yeah. But he's feeling like he's losing her. But he's yes. not helping the situation by not trying harder. So... Bash, you need to reevaluate the way you're handling Kenna. But I will give Kenna credit because, she, you know, I, I, we don't know ultimately where she's going to go with it. But she did say, like, how do you know what I want um, when he's saying all these things about um, to, to Kenna? You know, to, trying to bribe her and to he be says, queen. Just because I was a, a king's mistress doesn't make me easy prey. So she's, she's putting up a fight. She is, no, and I, and I would agree with you. I, I mean, I don't know if she's putting up a fight, really, but she's saying no. She's yeah. she and she has repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly said no, 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 no. But Antoine is just a little fox. He's so sneaky, and he's like you know he knows what what bait to catch Kenna with. And the idea of Queen. I mean, we didn't hear Kenna's answer. We they, they cut it out. They cut out kind of the end of that scene, but. Man, that is going to linger in Kenna's head. Here's the thing, women. Please stop being stupid in that regard. Don't take the bait. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. It's very easy. Um, and that's... Uh, I, it's very easy for a woman to, you know, be kind of dissatisfied at times, you know, or be upset. But you know what? You got a good thing going. And here's a guy who just swooshes in, says all the right stuff, you know, picks at the Achilles heel. But guess what? There's nothing more to it. So I and was I praising Antoine you. initially, but at this, you know, ultimately, it, 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 that's an easy play. I, I mean, I would completely agree with you. I think Kenny needs to stay player. Yes, she does. But at the same time, I, I understand the appeal of Antoine, and I, and the reason why I I can side with Antoine is only for the reason that you know what I can honestly say I'm a better option than ninety percent of men. <laughs> I honestly, this is the thing about Antoine. I don't believe his wife is sick. I don't believe all that crap about, you know, them not being close. I just think he's a player, and play well, is going to play. Con, con, and he doesn't want to deal with he he doesn't want to deal with his wife at home because she's not as much fun. Or he was probably forced to marry her, and he just wants to sleep around and get whoever he wants. And no, and she's just tired of it. She's probably just like, I know, even if I come with you, you're still going to sleep with whoever you set your eyes on that you think's a pretty little hot young thing of the hour. So no, I'm not going to come hang out with you. Like screw you. Yeah, I don't think she's right really to... sick. Okay, I think it, this is all part of the bait, kind of. If she's not, he's certainly going to want to poison her. 
Oh, God. Anyway, That's what they do. I know. They Everyone's do. poisoning everybody in the past couple episodes. Can we talk about Greer? Because Greer... <laughs> pimp poor, Daddy Greer. Pimp. Greer's a pimp now. Uh, officially a PIMP. She's buying wigs for her whores, telling them, dressing them up, telling them to look fancy, telling them which people to prey on, you know, which corner's the best corner to get Castle the richest... Corner. Well, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I know I was reading some of you guys' comments, and I know a lot of people are really kind of tired of Greer and don't really like this storyline. And I would agree. I, I would honestly, like, this is... I'm not too interested. It's cool to kind of see another world outside of the castle, but this isn't the Greer that I love, and this is, and so I'm kind of, I don't, and I don't really care about. But here's about- the thing: it's it's Survivor Greer, right? We've seen we've seen Lola in the specific, right? When we speak of Francis and Lola, that's how they met was in the lowest of the lowest, you know, kind of both of them in some sense. Um, and so when you when you talk about Greer, this is not going to be the old. We're not going to stay here forever. But like Mary, she has to survive. She has to have this survival instinct. And we but just got to get through. But she doesn't have, no, but she doesn't have the instinct. These women are telling her, like, like what to do. Like, I, this is the thing. I, I just, but I give her like, time to adjust, give her time to grow, and give her time to say no. Right now, she, she is a woman who feels like she has no options. She tried to do the right thing by everybody, Mary and her husband, and it, Shot her in the foot. I just don't believe this storyline. It's just very hard for me to believe Greer, uh, just just for this the way the situation kind of has happened, and that's I think why I can't connect to it because I don't believe it. I don't. That just doesn't seem. It seems so far removed from everything that's going on in the castle and all those storylines, which I can see how they enter like flow and stuff. But this one is just. I just don't care, and I want to care because Greer at one point was one of my faves. Give it time. I'm going to give it time, but, you know, it's just... I want Lath back. I need Jonathan Keltz back in my life. And every maybe he day. will swoop in and save her. Johnny, if you're not in Canada right now shooting, can you come hang out with us again and have a beer with me uh, in studio? Because that was really fun. <laughs> or, or hashtag get Keaton on Rain and send me to Canada. That's a good time. Maybe it will all. happen this year. Who knows? It um, won't because you're not wearing your crown. Well, I, if I went for on audio rain, listeners, Keaton has an amazing crown. I, it's twenty four karat gold. I bought not, it for her at a. No, at you a, didn't. First of all, okay. Fania bought this crown at the dollar store. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it right. doesn't fit over the thing. Anyway, drunk Lola. Drunk Lola. Hi, Lola. We should say she was. Uh, she was tripping on some kind of. I think it. I feel like it was weed. That's what I think the drug was. At first, I thought it was mushrooms, and then I was like, no. She's, I, this is some strange kind of weed, I feel like. Here's. She had like truth serum. That's what it was to bring in another. But here's powder. what, but here's what I don't like, right? You want to start on Narcisse or you want to start on Francis? Narcisse or Francis? Well, you wanna, that's how you for, no, to- that's for, let, let me, let me fill you in, Phil, because you guys, well, I'll fill you in because at the beginning of the episode, what happened um, was that. Uh, Francis comes and announces to Lola that they have an engagement, potential engagement match for their son, so that even if something happened to Francis, I got that. Uh, Johnny, Johnny would be okay. Johnny be good. Uh, <laughs> Johnny be good. <laughs> you like that? Um, the reason why Keaton is saying this, FYI, uh, <laughs> full disclosure. Full disclosure. You know, uh, myself and the rain panelists were much like Francis and Mary, where we've taken some time apart. 
Um, I have to do important things. They do important things by continuing the show. And that's been our relationship thus far. So um, we're trying to better it. I'm back on the panel. <laughs> well, and JB's not here tonight because, like, I took a break, you know, like two weeks ago. Phil took a break last week, and then JB took a break this week. And we're not saying we take a break. We're just saying that we <laughs> that we were all so busy that we couldn't couldn't make it here. You know, but. it's it heavy, heavy, heavy as the crown. It heavy as the crown. So, uh, you know. Um, I missed a portion of tonight's episode, but just I'm here, a small portion of the beginning. But I'm here so. to talk about it. But so, do you want to talk about Francis or Narcisse? And uh, let's to talk Lola. about Narcisse first. Okay, kudos to him because there's so many. This is the only way I can relate to it, right? He was and a good dude tonight. He was a good dude, which is why I I cannot stand men, particularly more more often in college, that get a girl drunk and it's like, dude, I got laid last night. No, you just basically like she just la- laid there, for lack of a better term. Like there was, there's no victory in that. So good for Narcisse. Why are you calling things victories of like getting with girls? No, because as he says, Narcisse, I want the real her. And you know what? For any guy that that just sleeps around with drunk women, guess what? You got no game. They so have get been... some real game, like Narcisse, you and have... says, I want the real you. Not now. Take her home. No, okay. Well, I I would agree. Narcisse was a good dude. Um, he's still kind of on his qu- conquest to get Lola at some point, but the real Lola. And you know, I think this this shows that Narcisse really does care about her. I think. I mean, we've all kind of questioned um, throughout the storyline between those two whether or not he was just trying to get her. You know, to get her. You know, to either taint her because it, that's who Francis had Francis's child or you know we all thought there are ulterior motives but I think tonight proves that he really truly does care for Lola and obviously he has all these other schemes going on and that's kind of his main focus but if the lady that has his heart is Lady Lola and I thought it was very sweet how respectable he was tonight and he ultimately rejected the princess too so that proves something in itself as well. You know, but no, but Narcisse is always out for what's best for Narcisse. But I think if anybody can can pull at his heartstrings or get him to do something that he might not want to do, it's going to be Lola. I so, would agree. Speaking of, we, we did not see Claude at all tonight. Mm. She, yeah, we don't need to see her for a little bit. I know, but where's Claude? She's with Greer. She was not with Greer. Hashtag... Well. I feel like Claude would have been a, you know, did anybody else when when this party at the beginning of the episode when we found out there was going to be another freaking party? Like, is That's there how, ever going to be an episode without a freaking party this season? Are you serious? It, it's the we've had a that's the setup. It, it, it's like Gossip Girl, right? <laughs> this show is Game of Thrones meets Gossip Girl. That's just the formula. Every week we have an event. Around the event, drama happens. Like, have you? Are you insane? I'm not insane, but I'm just saying it doesn't always have to be like a glitzy, glammy party. I love That's what we've come to expect. That's how we get the dresses that you love and I, talk about for so long. Well, and can we talk about Kenna's dress tonight? See, there you go. It was My beautiful. perfect segue into that. It was like perfect. Like, like Cinderella is so hot right now because that new movie is about to come out starring Rob Stark um, and Downton Abbey. Um, so, <laughs> uh, which I'm very excited about. But that that blue dress was so pretty. And uh, Kenna, it looked stunning on Gor- uh, on Kenna. And we've never really seen Kenna kind of in this ball gown look. So I think that I, I think that was kind of cool to see her. To, I liked that choice because 
she was stepping away from who how how she is known in France because she was Antoine's kind of lady of the night. Even though she didn't really she didn't realize it. Come on, Kenna. You never wear full gowns. You're the hippie chic friend. Anyways, it was gorgeous. But without the event, you wouldn't have had. Okay, any of I'm that. not. Ang- I'm just saying. Like every time there's a party, somebody comes in. Are you complaining? I'm just. It's, Why are you complaining? I just know the rain riders are more creative than that. That's not creative. That's just the format of the show, and that's what they do. No, it's it's not always like that. What you do guys, you mean? Come on, Sam, every that's, episode. It's not always a party. It doesn't have to always be a party. That's it doesn't always, always have to was. be a party, but they've always made it a party, and that's the Just fun. Just recently, it's always been a party. No. I don't need a party every time. All right, let's talk about... Do you know, at the beginning... I'm going to remember that for next At the beginning of this episode, though, do you know what we had, though? We had a funeral. And that funeral brought in um, Marie de Guise, Mary's mother, who had uh, before been banished... By Mary, never, she never wanted to see her again, but she, of course, had to come to bury her brother, who was killed last week. And um, <laughs> I love during her speech how Catherine was just everything she said. Catherine said something negative about it under her breath to Mary, and I surprised Mary didn't crack a smile at some point. But uh, Marie de Guise gets back, gets there, and of course, all she wants to know is Mary, why don't you have an heir? Mary, why don't you have an heir? Um, which is like a broken record. And it's kind of really annoying because she doesn't know what happened to Mary at the beginning of this episode. She didn't know But can about you see her the- perspective? I mean, that changed a lot of things for her. And it, I didn't see her perspective until... Well, no. I, I, do, I do see her perspective. I do understand why she is so concerned about the air. I do not agree with the scene, with how she handled when Mary is finally honest with her about being raped. I do not agree. Like, I, I think the idea that women of this age were treated like cattle and the fact that her mother is t- literally treating her like like cattle, or like something she to was, be but bred. She did, she did have that one line where um, 90% of what she said was horrible. That 10% when she said, you know, just because this happened to you, don't let it don't let them succeed in taking away your hopes and your dreams. You can still have that. No, but a lot that of those hope and line. dreams are that that was a sweet line, and I completely agree with her in that fact that Mary needs to not let this one event in her life, which by it was absolutely terrible and would never want that to happen to anybody. But she can't let that event define her because if she lets that event define her, then like he wins. And it's like, why you don't like that's the last thing you need to do. And I so I think that's right. I think it's right that the mom, her mom, is kind of like, hey, honey, like. Stop, stop continually, like, falling on this. Like, beat it. Like, move past it. And, but I think, I think she's just rushing Mary. Like, I, I think Mary knows she needs to move past it. Mary's not stupid. Mary's very smart. Mary wants to move past it. But she, it's, it's a personal thing. It's very, very personal what happened. And I think it's going to take longer for that to happen. And, and it makes me angry because I want her and Francis to be happy. I want to see that. I'm tired of seeing this kind of angry struggle between the two. I, it's getting old. And um, love triangles are getting old. Can we just have love? That's, I just want it back. I just want some love. Hashtag love. Hashtag love. Um, the 60s haven't, you know, despite the hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic drugs, the 60s oh are not going to happen for a while. <laughs> 
Um, well, they're happening. Well, opium kind of, I think, was a thing that happened back then. And that was a little... And yeah, like, but not in mass quantities like the 60s. Okay, well, I wasn't around in the 60s, so I wouldn't know. But, you know, you had you the best speech by Mary to her mom. Because they, both scenes were very powerful, right? Mm-hmm. The spe- scene we just spoke about where it's revealed that uh, Mary was um, violated... Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you have the confession from from Marie, and she's saying everything. And then, uh, and then Mary says to her, "You know, do not worry. Uh, I am alleviating you of 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 your need to protect me." And she has that. She goes off on that great little monologue. And I thought that was the end of the, that. Could have been an end of the episode. I know. Like as, as soon as we realized there are ten more minutes left in the episode, we were like, "Wait, why wouldn't it end on that?" That was such a powerful moment and a powerful speech for Mary to have. But you know, it was kind of when, when I think about it. Um, in that earlier conversation that Mary has with her mother, when she first tells her that she was raped, and she says, "I am all alone. Like I have nobody else here." And I think. Even though she she wanted her mother to stay there to like you know so they could make her better when her mother decided to leave no I have to go because I have to help your brother I have to help you I have to be in Scotland to to help you people you guys you people um, and I think Mary that kind of clicks in Mary's head again of like no she already knew that she was alone like like she's already she's already in her head known that she's alone she doesn't have a mom so she's just like you need to just go live your life for you now leave me alone because I'm already alone and I'm prepared for this which didn't last long because after that commercial break well no she, she says she's a survivor she, she, she's well, a survivor yes she will not let others define her and the crown and and all that you know beautiful she, i loved it i absolutely loved it and but and her mom calls mary a fighter so i think it was nice to see a tender moment between those two uh kind of probably in the last scene we're going to see of them together cuz i doubt if Mary, if Marie de Guise is going home to Scotland to die, I don't think we'll, we'll see her again. Um, but who knows? Because you never know with Rain. You don't know if they're going to follow history or make a bunch of stuff up. We'll see a ghost <laughs> of her. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. So I think the main kind of crazy storyline um, that we kind of got some, not closure to, but we're, we're moving on uh, with this love triangle that we have so when Mar- marie de guise did get there she's like you know mary i want you to get pregnant why aren't you and francis sleeping together like you know all this stuff puts a lot of pressure on mary so mary puts pressure on herself and it's like francis we need to do this i need to get an heir i can't there was a great thing um um wait one second i really really liked this one thing that she said oh so mary's mother says you know she's like where's your heir and Mary's trying to, she needs to get pregnant before Elizabeth is, who's not married, gets married and there's a potential from an heir from them because England's freaking out at this point. And her mother says that Mary is on the cusp of losing her country. Either she or Elizabeth will rule England and Scotland. So if she makes the heir, it will be Mary. Which I really, that was like a really, really cool thing be- to, to kind of think about. This is how important this child is. And that, and Mary realizes this. Mary is understanding the politics of it. So she tries to, you know, have a night with Francis and it goes terribly wrong. It does not, it does not work out. She freaks out. Well, she, I don't even think she freaked out. I think Francis freaked out. Francis was weird about it. And then Francis is like, you're not ready. I don't want to rush this. And they get in a fight and, he calls her out about Conde, 
And it's like, Francis knows about Conde. Mary can't hide it anymore. It's all, it's just, and they have no chemistry anymore. Even when they were kissing, I was just like, I don't, I, I don't believe that you guys love each other anymore. I mean, it's, they used to have such chemistry. So what do you, what do you think about Catherine and what she said as she's speaking with, uh, Francis of, hey, I, you know, I, obviously you guys can work this out, but I want, ultimately, you are the one that wears the crown, so you need to be happy. And that's I, what I want. You know, I really loved both the scenes um, where Catherine was giving Francis advice. Um, she she's very from going from crazy Catherine to completely straight mind Catherine. I really really like straight mind Catherine because she's so so smart and you know and she's so adamant about having empathy for Mary and and caring about Mary. But first and foremost, Francis is her son, so that is her number one concern. And, you know, she she at one point says, you should, you know, give Mary time, take Mary's lead on this, like, let, don't force her to do anything she wants, but you also have to be concerned about yourself and think about yourself. Um, and then when Francis is honest with her about, hey, Mary's letting me kind of take other ladies, um, you know, I think that was very sweet of Catherine of just like, you know what, I just want you to be happy because the crown you carry is very heavy. And if you're, if you have nobody to make you happy, that's going to be a terrible life for you. And she doesn't want that for her child. Nope. So that was great. Um, so at the end, we do see, you know, Mary and Francis aren't really working out. Mary, throughout the episode, we see her in Condé. Well, you want to talk about, because we didn't really talk about Lola and Francis. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to get into next. But before we before we jump into that, can we? Do you know who? who we'll go. No, let's talk about Mary Mary Francis Lola Conde. Uh, so Francis and Lola, please continue. Well, I wanted to talk about them first because the Mary and Conde. That's the big, you know, that's the cliffhanger that that leaves us. So in terms of Francis and and, and Lola, you know, we we spoke about Narcisse a little bit earlier, and now it's weird because Francis is hitting on Lola. And as, you know, he's he's flirting with her, even though they keep referring to each other as quote-unquote friends. Well, that's because Lola drunkenly was like, you're a good kisser, and da-da-da-da-da, and like being very forward with him. Um, because but now she, she needs to be honest with him and say, hey, you know what, because Narcisse obviously lo- likes her. And if Francis is now going to be, you know, we don't need that love triangle now. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I mean, I, I think that kind of raises the stakes a little bit for Narcisse, um, you know, wanting to take the power from Francis, not only for to head control France, but also to have Lola. But it also raises the stakes for Narcisse in a different way, because if he does hurt Francis, that's going to hurt Lola, because that is the father of her child. So, you know, that I, that, I think that's a more interesting triangle than the Mary Condé-Francis triangle, personally. Um because the Mary Conde Francis, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just so over the. Somebody said it really well on YouTube about how we already saw the love triangle thing between Mary Francis and Bash, and it feels very this this Mary Francis Conde seems Except very. Except the stakes similar. are different. They are different, but it just I don't know. I'm just. Is your phone near? No. Yeah. Why do you? I keep... got nothing. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, keep, uh, I'll try not. Got a little to move. static. 
Oh, I'm sorry. That's because we're communicating with the past, so there's going to be a little static <laughs> to, to communicate in between uh, the times. So we see Mary a couple times throughout this episode uh, kind of confide with Conde about what's going on in her personal life with Francis. And we also see her finally be honest with Conde in the fact of telling her him that, duh, dude, I have feelings for you. Like, come on, I care for you. Stop playing stupid and stop making me like have to like lay it at, like completely spell it out for you. Um, and at the end, we see Mary invite Conde to come to Scotland with her because she wants to go rule, remind her people uh, that she's still here and that she can take care of her country. And uh, yeah, Conde, Conde's thinking about it. Conde was more than thinking about it until the rug got swept underneath him. Which makes me so excited because it means we're going to meet Elizabeth and I can't wait because she's one of my favorite people from history. Um, but of course, like as everybody always gets angry about on YouTube, is like, they don't follow history. How can this show be so stupid? It's a fictional show. It's, it's a documentary. It's a, docu- it's a documentary. <laughs> it's a docu-series. Uh, but, you know, we find out um, that Elizabeth has now asked uh, Conde to, to come to... England and court her to be a potential. Um, it's the best of news. Husband. It's the worst. Of, like it just, oh, it's so brilliant. Best it's, of times, and it's the worst. Of that times. was like because again, going back to the point of how are they going to top this little monologue? This top they it. did it. They it Antoine topped it. He did it. It, it, it poor Conde and 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 he, Antoine calls him out right away, which I liked. Uh, of you know, really for Mary. You can have all of England and France. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's just so funny how just that, 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 that power, we've never even seen Elizabeth yet, but the power, we're talking about an heir, we're talking about these things, and it just shifts back and forth on a, you know, it's like a spinning quarter. It can land anywhere. Mm-hmm. And now, Condé's kind of got the power. Condé does have the power, but is he going to go with his heart, or... His head and is going with England, going with his head. You know, at this point, who knows how many uh, courtships Elizabeth has gone through. She was known for kind of dating around, you should say. I mean, she wasn't sleeping around, or some people say she was, but uh, she, she, she had a lot of people courting her because a lot of people wanted to be that king of England. Um, she was a female monarch, and everybody thought that she needed a man to not only be by her side, but then to lead England himself with her kind of lower than him. Um, so I'm very excited to see Elizabeth. I really hope we get to see her soon. March 12th. Mar- well, I don't know if we're actually going to get to see her then, um, but I'm very excited about it. But there's one more thing that I forgot to mention um, that you actually missed. It was another supernatural thing that came into the episode when Bash... Uh, Bash went kind of on like a like little adventure again, as Bash does, and always tries to figure out what is this, you know, mythical thing that is happening. And if you remember in the episode where the man who was buried got came yeah. out, got dug up, he said a woman dressed all in white was the one who rose him from the dead and saved him, blah, blah, blah. And um, we, we've, we met this woman in white because Bash goes into the town. She meets a woman who whose son was dying. And then uh, the woman in white laid her hand on uh, her son, and her son was able to live, but her elder son became blind. So it was like, you know, you saved a life, but you had to trade something for the life saved. So um, this 
woman's name is Sister Delphine. Um, she's a nun, so that's what she was all in all white. And um, Bash actually does find her at the church or at the monastery, I should say. And um, she, she, when she says that when she touches someone, she knows their pain. Um, so she can like touch your hand and like see kind of see what you've been through, see what you might be going through in the future. Um, and Bash asked her, obviously, she, he's like, prove it, because Bash always he needs he's things to be proved. He's got a lot of pain right now. And uh, she she goes through a lot of different things that are very specific that Bash uh, believes, and then she says that Bash will lose someone very close to him soon, and I think that's Francis. Not Everyone, Kenna? Nope, I think it's Francis. I think they're, they're, they're trying to Francis? trick us. Because Francis is going to die! We that's, all know this. That's what. So season two cliffhanger is Francis dying. We got the king last time dying. Now we're going to have another king dying. Yep. You like to see men die. I don't, Phil. I really don't. I don't want Francis to die. I wish everybody could live happily ever after. I'm a Disney fanatic. I love happily ever afters. Okay. But that doesn't happen in real life. This is Remember, this is a docu-series. <laughs> um, do you, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I covered it overall. Yeah, I didn't I, give the monologue that I wanted, but nonetheless. Start preparing it. We have, you have two weeks to prepare, so just you get it ready. never let me. I feel like you never let me cut me off. We have Castle Corner. No, I want predictions first. We have predictions. Right? Don't you? And now... You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Obviously, uh, my biggest thing is Conde going to tell the truth to Mary. About his, oh. About his options and say, hey, baby, I like you. I love you. But I got to go sign this deal. That's a good point. If if he does not tell, like, if he's not honest with her, he's then just he's broken as bad her as on Francis. Tw- on twi- that, that's because... You know he, he's a liar and I hate him, but he's so good looking. Well, but he's gonna break her heart, and he's gonna ruin, you know, her country's future. He's gonna mess some stuff up. I maybe Connie's just gonna flip on us one of these days and just be like, "Mary, I was I was playing you the whole time. I actually don't love you, and I've been just trying to ruin your your queenship or your queendom and like get into your pants." No. <laughs> I don't know why that's what Conde sounds like if he turns evil. Um, but yeah, I think. Well, he does have an affinity towards married women, remember? So, do you think. So, here's my other question for prediction stuff for you. Do you think Ken and Bash are going to work it out and stay together, or do you think they're doomed? I prefer. See, now it's either. Now I have to choose between Francis or Kenna. I'd rather him lose Kenna, because at least she'll be alive. Oh. Okay. You've given. I have to pick the lesser of two evils. Uh, what am I going to choose? Ha- that does not have to happen. There's a lot of different things that could happen. Great. He loses his. He, he loses his cat. I was going to say dog, but I don't want him to lose a dog. Oh God. Well, I already lost his mother, but I don't know really how close she was. She him. did. Okay, so there you go. It's in retrospect. I don't know. I don't know. Um, do you think uh, Francis and Lola will bounce a wow wow? Next episode, I think she has to be truthful with him. I think I think she's smart. I think she has him in the friend zone. I think Francis is now having feelings for her. Do you think Francis is going to get jelly once she sees Narcisse? Oh, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. (laughs) I think that 
will happen. I, it's going to be like now this is the other now I've lost a second woman in my life. I I don't think that's going to come up a lot for a while. I think I think the main yeah. focus is going to be on kind of just Francis and Lola's relationship. I don't think Narcisse is going to come back into it. We might be reminded about it a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be a big part of it yet. I think we're going to see Lola and Francis grow. But I like I like Narcisse as an advisor to Francis. What? No, he's he's playing both sides. Who are you? I thought you said you like Francis. Narcisse is going to kill Francis. No, that's my prediction. Narcisse will end up killing Francis in the no. end. No, I think it's going to happen. No, it'll be by the end. We're on episode fifteen. And whether twenty, I think Two. there's like twenty-two episodes. Seven more. I'm, I'm sad we only get Francis for seven more episodes. I'm I assume really sad. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay. My Don't other, hate me. I think this this lady, this uh, this nun, um, Sister Delphine. I think she's going to be. We're going to see a lot more of her too. I think they're going to bring. They've had a lot of politics in this show and a lot of love triangles and love things going on. So I think we're going to get some more supernatural stuff when we come back in two weeks because okay. we haven't had in a, in a while. And people, when, when you don't throw in the supernatural stuff, people get pissed off that it's not really about true history. And we don't have much time, but do, should we just try to do a, ran, a castle? Yeah, let's corner? let's let's, let's we're gonna pick a castle at random this time from our castles of Britain and Ireland book gifted to us. Gifted to us, we love. I love this book. It sits on my coffee table. People are like, She's look at this book. It. Thank you, Bree. Bree. Oh. We get some uh, some Aww. nice little music there. That's beautiful. Close your eyes and just pick a page. That, oh, I'm so okay. I'm so sorry. Just what are you doing? She's flipping through and trying to find one. Just at random. It's random. There we go. Okay. Chep's Chepstow Castle. Location is Mon Mount Mont Mont <laughs> Location Mon Mothshire, Wales. It was built in 1067 and was founded by William the Conqueror. Who knew? It was one of the first. It was one of the first phases of Norman castles, um, built in the first five years after the conquest in 1066, and the building was overseen by William Fitz O'Byrne. And it's a really cool castle. Uh, it was a fortress. In the 19th century, the castle fell into neglect, lost its roof, and was abandoned. Uh, Chepstow Castle, as it now stands, is a fine, substantial Gothic ruin with weighty round towers, battlements, and a fine gatehouse. Here's the thing. I, uh, you know, if, no offense to this castle, it doesn't have a lot of color. It doesn't have a lot of it's, shape. There, it's ruins. It's in ruins. It's not like a fancy, like, thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, but I, I understand it, but, but even so, it doesn't look like it had color and, and things to begin with right so for example you, you know how you see um wooden frames around windows sometimes and th- and, and, and the chapels Phil, have, this castle was built in 1066 if it's gone into ruin all that all the wood has rotted away at this point any paintings or tapestries that hung on the walls that did give it life and give it color are now either stolen tattered or rotted away all i have to unfortunately Stop hating on chepstow castle unfortunately it's not my favorite castle it's just not my favorite castle. Well, I am sorry. I'm we sure tried it's a beautiful to... castle, I, 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 but you asked me my opinion. I'm going to be truthful. I, I really Here's didn't the... ask you for your opinion about Jeffstall Castle. <laughs> I'm here doing an after show, therefore my opinion <laughs> is requested. So here's the thing, right? Uh, at the same time, I'm sure if I went inside, um, I can't see the courtyard from here, but I would love to, to see these various things, um, you know. 
I kind of I love when I live. All I'm saying is there's no window, there's no beautiful window for Francis to open and speak through to Lola in the little courtyard. Okay? <laughs> that was such a Romeo and Juliet moment. Okay? That's all I'm saying. My friend, I'm so sorry about what I said last night. Oh Romeo, Romeo, Romeo. Oh, I'm not a hater, I just me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not a hater, I just again. Chapsell Castle. Um yeah. There's a, there, I'm sure there's a, uh, here's what I'm saying. There's a foundation for it. Donate. Let's get some restoration for it. No, I kind of like that it's still in the ruins. Uh, some councils are really cool because they've kind of like kept, like, fixed You feel them the spirit? And, but no, I. You feel I, the spirit of, 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 of the time? I think, like, when castles are, like, the ruins of castles are just really cool. They're really eerie and. Well, that's what I'm you saying. Don't you feel, feel like the they're spirit. fake. Like it's it, that is what happened to the castle. You see, you see, you know, it's age. It's like a, it's like a, it's like an older man with like wrinkles who's lived a life. That castle has had a. <laughs> no, it's it, it, you're, you're right in that sense, absolutely. And you, you are aware of time, and that your existence in this world is but a mere blink. And we're going to leave you with that, ladies and gentlemen. Phil, where can we find you for the next two weeks? Oh, my God. They're going to hate me. They're not going to want to find gonna, me. They're going to love me. You want me, more words me. of wisdom from Phil Tech right here. <laughs> I wish I had some. Uh, follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, JB underscore Zimmerman. That's uh, Royal Bros. Definitely follow him. And, of course, Fania Thomas, who will be back in March. Just awards season here. Um, has kind of, you know, avoided her participation because she's so busy, but she will be back. No, she's actually, she's, she's taking class right now. Oh. She's in class. That's why she's missing this. Oh. Well. Live and learn. Yeah, she is living and learning, but missing our rain after show. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Keaton Markey. And yeah, we'll miss you for the next two weeks. Absolutely. Really sad. But, yeah, thanks for watching. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.